This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, Chris Hardwick is back on TV post-sexual misconduct claims, and not everybody is happy about it. Bradley's going to tell us about that on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk 1071. Dot com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom and Bradley Trainer. Yeah, so um, Chris Hardwick is back. It's awkward. Not everybody's happy about it. Um, I'll tell you what makes me most uncomfortable, but I think we have some audio. Let's start by listening to his return uh, to television. And I think this aired last night and then we'll discuss. I, I really just want to take a minute and I want to say that I am so appreciative to be standing here right now. And I want to thank you, the Walking Dead community, for all of your support these last couple of months. You know, the show is not just a job to me. This is this is a vital part of my life, you know, and this has been a sanctuary. These last seven years we've been here. This has been with me through through good times and bad times, and I have so much gratitude to you, the fans, and, and, and the producers and the amazing cast of both of these shows, you know, for allowing me to come here and, and be a part of this community every week. This is what this is. This is a community. And, you know, it, we're, we're on the precipice of a lot of changes on both Walking Dead shows in the coming weeks and months. And I, I'm so looking forward to go. Okay. So that's a clip of uh, Chris Hardwick addressing the sort of elephant in the room when he returns to the walk, uh, to the talking dead. Um, this isn't the first job that he's made a comeback to. And that really, I don't know, bothered some people because at what started all of this is some accusations by an ex that were pretty lurid and pretty, you know, scandalous, especially in light of the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. lot, um, you know, talking about verbal and physical harassment and assault. So not nothing. Right. right. Um, he has denied those allegations. Um, it was sort of a he said, she said. <laughs> Sorry. I just got distracted by Colleen Strong. Um, so there was some he said, she said, right? Which I don't have a clear answer on this. It's awkward. Right. Because I feel like there's a part of me that thinks like, I don't know that anything was ever adjudicated here. So to just sort of like bring him back, I mean, seems a little weird, despite the accusations that were made. At the same time, you know, if there was a legal case to be made or one that would, you know, maybe encourage the the powers that be to keep him from coming back on the air um you know i'm that case might be able to be made so i i'm in a gray area but i don't know how you felt watching or excuse me in this case listening to that clip of him and his emotional return i mean like it's hard because with most of these cases if there isn't a precedent, first of all, right? Like each one of them is a little bit different and how it's handled is a little bit different. But certainly when a person is invited back to do their job after they've been away because of these accusations, 
there's sort of an expectation that the company that brought them back might explain what went into making those that decision and perhaps it just felt like it feels like they're kind of all dancing around something in an awkward and that I think that just makes it more awkward right yeah. and what he just did wasn't really it was still very vague I guess yeah. that's so that's my gut reaction to it is like I don't feel comfortable right now well I also <laughs> just don't know okay I don't even know how to talk about it like because there are so many different decisions and thoughts and opinions and I know that's just sounds very vague when you listen to him give that emotional plea he's clearly very emotional he clearly believes you know that he has been um you know he has been benefited by a lot of the people that he works with but he also like goes on to talk about how thankful he is for the woman who sort of took his uh, took on his role while he was gone, almost like using her as like, like this woman, she was amazing and she yeah. was incredible, which almost sounds kind of like he's just going, bending over backwards to be like, look, I love women. Right. Um, the allegations, you know, we could spend probably 45 minutes sort of detailing everything that his ex, and remember, she. here's the other complicated thing about the story about Chris Hardwick, is that she made those allegations without ever naming him. Right. Remember in that medium piece that she wrote, um, she talked about this like mildly successful podcaster who's turned himself into an empire and blah, blah, blah. And um, but she never came out and named him. Um, but it was, you know, clear who she, was, who she was talking about because they had a relationship together for many years. And she alleges that he um, threatened that she would be fired from any job that uh, she ever tried to get, that he would, you know, try to influence her career and in a number of ways. So if that's true, then you're just like, well, gross. Why does he have a job? But if it's not true, then he should be able to do his job. Right. But then there, but there's something, there's like a little bit more to this story, right? Bradley, that there are people who worked with Chris Hardwick who have left. Yeah. So thank you for bearing the lead. But for certain in this particular case, um, one of the EPs quit in protests. And frankly, you know, that indicates to me that there's maybe more there than we'd like to think. Like, oh, well, okay, they found that nothing happened and we can move on now. Somebody doesn't generally leave their job if they don't believe that those um, allegations are credible, yeah. I would think. So that that does sort of throw a twist into this particular story. Um, and it's not just that what well, was one of the co-executive producers um, who quit. Um, in fact, it was Jen Patton. She's the co-EP and other staffers uh, who left in protest of his re- reinstatement. So, I mean, that tells a bold story. Um, to your point, you don't just up and leave a job. That's a major uprooting in your own life. Yeah. So to know that more than one... We know about the co-EP, but then it's noted other people also left. And according to somebody inside who God only knows what that means, but quote, they felt they couldn't stay after Chloe. That is the woman who was making the allegations was not part of the investigation. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think there's more to that story that that remains to be told and maybe we will never know it, but um, but certainly, like, it is a little bit 
suspect how that all rolled yeah, out. I think it's just it's I don't think there's an easy answer, nor does there need to be an easy answer. But I do think that you're going to see more and more ex- uh, more and more examples of cases like this where, you know, ultimately it ends up because there are so many of these things that can't maybe be directly adjudicated in a court of law or, um, you know, the statute of limitations has run out um that you're not going to have the law weighing in. Yep. So you have a clear cut resolution you know, resolution, but then you've got all these businesses that have to decide. And ultimately that seems like it just comes down to like who has the bigger megaphone because, you know, I kind of feel like they probably made the calculation like, Oh, Chris is much more valuable to us and less risky than the, the potential that these allegations are true. Yeah. Yeah, which is just sort of a gross way of looking yeah. at it. Um, but let's move over here and talk about this other actual resolution to a story. Um, you'll remember Casey Affleck's name was entered into the whole Me Too conversation yeah. when we talked a little bit about um, some sexual harassment allegations against him. And uh, he actually sat down with an interviewer from the AP and uh, talked out loud about his responsibility for those allegations. Let's quickly listen to that audio. I had never had any complaints like that made about me before in my life. And uh, it was really embarrassing. And I didn't know uh, how to handle it. I didn't agree with uh, everything that was in the way that I was being described and the things that were said about me. But I wanted to uh, try to make it right. And so we made it right in the way that was asked at the time. And... Um, and we all agreed to just sort of try to put it behind us and move on with our lives, which I think we deserve to do. And I was um, a boss. I was one of the producers on the set. It was an unprofessional environment. And, um, you know, the buck had to stop with me as being one of the producers, and I have to accept responsibility for that. And I, I behaved in a way, and I allowed others to behave in a way that was really unprofessional. And... Uh, and I'm sorry. So what you hear there is him, uh, first of all, explaining why they settled some of those cases, but also taking some responsibility for the fact that he was at the helm of um, a group of people as a producer of this of this movie. Um, and it was the I'm Still Here was the movie from 2010 that all of this took place on and that he had a responsibility and he did not understand it or take it seriously and this is all after he really took a few beats out of the public eye for a little yeah. while. Oh, for sure. Um, we didn't see him. And then he came back and kind of confronted these things head on. Now, he doesn't admit to things happening exactly the way that they were accused. But he does take responsibility for creating an environment where that kind of behavior was acceptable. So, I mean, again. But again, it, it all boils down to, like, who has the better, like, sort of you know, who can sell it better? Cause that's really, I mean, ultimately there's no, again, court or law enforcement agency that's going to weigh in on it. So it's just like who, to me, then it just boils down to who's selling it better. Who's telling the right story. Yeah. That's depressing. When we come well, back, well, Hey, I got something for you to be excited about. Okay, good. Bradley's okay. going to tell us why we uh, think we might be able to watch dancing with yes. the stars again after this on my talk. One Oh seven one. Well, Bradley, Seems to That's think my name. Don't wear that it we out. have a reason to watch 
the next season of Dancing with the Stars. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, everything Dancing with the Stars. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. So why uh, why do you think it's okay why and do you safe think? for us to go back kidding. to Dancing with the Stars? Um, here's why. <laughs> ballroom pros, that is, you know, the uh, pros on the shows. Who do ballroom? Who do ballroom on Dancing with the Stars? Mm-hmm. They will be dancing with dun, 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 dun. animals. No, that would be horrible. Okay, and a bad idea. Celebrities. Okay, comma. That's the, oh, okay. <laughs> Not fill in the blank. Reality stars. Athletes. Oh yes, thank yeah! you. Oh, Sorry, thank NBA you. players and Olympic figure skaters. Despite the all athletes edition for season twenty six, this upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars that we all have to look forward to will follow its original format, which means you can expect a full cast or a cast full of actors, reality stars, cool. actresses, singers, and not those you know like oh look people who can actually move their body because and in fact i think it's dawn on the morning show who thinks she hates it when there are people who can't dance on dancing with the stars uh, i want the people yeah, who can't dance that's when it's fun yeah because if you just have a bunch of pros then okay it's called actually it's a show that pbs did for many years with that fancy woman what's her name i feel like holly would know this cuz it's like the most obtuse Sit thing and be fit uh, a fancy person? What? You know the ballroom uh, dance show that they used to show on PBS all the time with that woman with the blonde hair who's always very fancy? Not really. But I trust that it existed. PBS <laughs> ballroom <laughs> dancing it was, Wasn't it called the ball, um, ballroom challenge or something? America's ballroom oh, challenge. Yes. And who was the host of this show? Because it's going to drive me nuts until I say this. Anyway, the moral of the story is that's what I would watch. Okay, I would rather watch that series because those are professional ballroom dancers, right? right? So like if I want to see pros, I'll watch the pro show. But I think the beauty of Dancing with the Stars is it's Dancing with the Stars. These are people who, you know, they some of them might have innate athletic talent. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. you just have a bunch of like shiftless, you know, turds uh, who fell off a couch, (laughs) Uh, you know. Um, I'm thinking of so many people, but I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. But, you know, there are those people where you're like, well, they're not going to last more than an episode. Geraldo. Um, But I do like, I think that's what makes me want to tune into that show. It is kind of entertaining. Oh, you know who I was thinking of? Who was the Saturday Night Live? He did the mango um, and Chris he, Kattan. Chris Kattan. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
hand, he remember? Leave, remember? And he kept on bringing up his spinal act. I mean, like, he just was very whiny and whimpery after he was let go. Like, thinking, like, he could talk them back into having him back on if he blamed his injury. Yeah. Oh, bless his sweet little heart. This, but I find that entertaining. That is worth watching. To by me. the way, this America's Ballroom Challenge is the new version of this show that's only been out since 2006. I, it's going to drive me nuts. We need to figure out what the original Was it one. Mary Murphy? No. No, she's no. no, because she's actually like a wonderful professional ballroom dancer and she's been a judge on So You Think You Can Dance. Um, and she's kind of a hoot. She's a little bit unhinged. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who this person is, Bradley, who you speak of. We'll we'll figure it out. But yes. anyway, back to um, this current season of Dancing with the Stars that we have to look forward to. Now, remember, there's also going to be uh, the juniors, which is also something we can get excited about because who doesn't love taking advantage of children? Right? It is so fun to watch. What? what? Uh, we should not be doing this. It's a horrible idea. But most importantly, I will be watching to see what they do to little Honey Boo Boo. Yeah. Um. But back to this season, it starts September 24th. Now, here's another reason. I said there was one, but for the love of all that's holy, there's two. Hmm. Len Goodman, Carrie Ananaba, and Bruno are all coming back as judges. Uh, yeah, that's good. And they're not going to stick some, you know, dumb person that we don't care about in. Julian Huff. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. Really quickly, I just want to give you an update, by the way, on the Brady Bunch house. Um, it turns out TMZ is reporting that they are going to try to make the inside of the house match the inside of the actual Brady house oh. on the show. They're going to have to they're going to have to add on. So it's going to be a bigger undertaking than we realize, probably, because they have to make the inside match the outside yeah. a little bit. But so that's going to happen. And then it is going to go on the market. And they've already had bids from hotels that are likely looking to make it an offsite guest suite. So I could stay at the Brady House is the bottom line. <laughs> you never know. I'm very excited about it. I'll be watching that show. We'll be back with some douchebags. Celebrities behaving badly. They do it all the time. And on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We collect those celebrities and we share them with you in this segment where we crown them D Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Guys, I got a douchebag for you, and her Yay. name is Lena Dunham, or should I call her Lena Dumham? What does she do now? Well, um, she married her friends. What? All of them? Yeah. No, she didn't marry them. She officiated their wedding. Oh, you do that. I do that. But you're not a douchebag. Lena Dunham is, and here's the nicest thing you said to me all day. For right now, in the context of this story, (laughs) okay. Here's the way I know this headline: Lena Dunham officiates officiates. Oh, very formal. Lena Dunham officiates wedding of digital branding guru. What the hell's a digital branding guru? I don't know. What does that even mean? Then you. I feel like that's a title that you see somebody has on The Bachelor when they, you know. Come to meet the bachelorette, and they're and it's like, "Kai like, is a digital branding guru." Yeah. Also, nobody knows what that is. Don't use the word guru. It's really not about branding guru Winter Mitchell Rohrbaugh. Okay, which is a thing. 
It's the notion that Lena Dunham would officiate someone's wedding. No. Is this a person you want to no. be there on your biggest day? Um, With a microphone in their hand? Well, not only a microphone in their hand, but in any way. Like, I would sage her before <laughs> I would let her anywhere near my relationship. Like, the 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 juju involved is such... Like, I just feel like you would be bringing a horrible uh, vibe and thing into your relationship by having her be the one yeah. to bless it. Yeah. Like what does she bring to you and your relationship that you want any part of? Star power. I mean clearly, and I think if you're a branding guru, yeah, that that's actually... exactly why you involve, you know, when your name is Winter and you have a Y and, you know, Winter. Oh my god. Very millennial experience. Um anyway, so I you know, and God love them, they look like an adorable couple and I'm sure they have a they're they have a, a, an actual wonderful relationship. And um, you know, amazing. But again, I don't think I would involve Lena Dunham. This is the woman who she like everything puts her out in the world. Yeah. Like everything is a trial. And I feel like her standing in front of m- my partner and I at the most, you know, important part of our relationship also would be the death knell of any long term relationship. Don't you also feel like I don't know this because I've never heard her say this. To be fair, but Lena Dunham strikes me as the type of person who would speak out against the confines of modern day marriage. Well, you you can, know what I mean? You can just hear her say, like, I don't normally condone this type of patriarchal, you know, um, uh, stuff. Yeah. She would I mean, come I'm up with saying, a more flowery word yeah, for stuff, but stuff. whatever. But you can totally hear her saying, like, yes. this is not normally what I would do, but because I love you so much. Also, as a person who has been a bride in my life, the last thing you really are looking forward to is somebody trying to upstage you on your big day. And I feel like Lena Dunham on the microphone would be attempting to upstage the bride at every single curve, right? Oh, yeah. Like, set aside a good couple hours, because Lena Dunham's got stuff to say. She's going to make it all about her, and then you two will be married at the end of it after the Lena Dunham show. Yeah. You're just, like, it also is just going to suck the the energy or the, the oxygen out of the room yeah. to have her involved in your wedding. We are such uh-huh. Lena Dunham haters. I know. I, f- I feel like people are going to be like, what did she ever do to you? It's just everything. Trust me, it's a just lot. all of it. It's just the whole <laughs> platter. All right. Do you know who my D-bag is? Frequent flyer. Who? Kanye West. Oh, what did Kanye do? He's nasty. Have oh, you heard? Ew. What did he do now? Have you heard about his latest song? Um it's spelled X-T-C-Y. When I read it, I feel like it's supposed to say ecstasy. Yeah, sure. But that doesn't really X-T-C-Y. I don't know. T-C-B-Y? Yeah, Ooh, it's yum, about yogurt, actually. No. Um, in his new uh, song, rap thing. Ecstasy. Yep. Ecstasy. He reveals that he would smash 
all four of his wife's sisters. When I say Ew. smash, I don't mean like run into them. Or, you mean do the sex. Yeah, he would have the sex with them. Isn't that what they used to say on the Jersey Shore? Smash, exactly. Mm-hmm. Smush, I think is what they oh, said on smush. same, same, right? Um, tomato, tomato. Smash, smush. But 41-year-old Kanye West raps in XTCY that he uh, w- wants to have intimate relations with Kim Kardashian's sisters, which I get Ew. because they all look like Wait, the what? same blow-up doll. You get? No, I don't get it. I understand, like, he might not actually know which one he is married to oh. because they all are emulating but the same blow-up doll Even look. if you want to have sex with your significant other's siblings, you, you don't, don't say, say that. that. That's you an just, inside you thought. You go to Pornhub and Google those search terms because that's just nasty. It's nasty. That's nasty. Um, we do actually have that uh, a clip of him rapping no, about you don't no we actually do oh what bradley thought that we i was telling a joke no this is actually kanye west this is part of that xtcy tcby song you got sick thoughts i got more of them you got a sister-in-law you a smash i got four of them damn those are your sisters. You did something unholy to them pictures. Damn, you need to be locked up. Nah, we need a bigger hot tub. Now let me see your bag, 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 bag. Okay. Okay, so if you missed it, he explained he said, Do you have a sister in law that you'd like to smash? I got four of them. So he's talking about all of her sisters. His wife's sisters. By the way, can I also just point out there are three children that are gonna one day make themselves uh, uh, make the art of their father available to their ears. And they're going to hear a rap about their dad wanting to do it with all their aunties. Yep. Yep. So that's what we're dealing with. Yes. Uh, The second part of that verse was damn. Those is your sisters. You did something unholy to them pictures. I don't really know what that means. I feel like there's something gross there that I don't understand. Uh, I think it's pretty clear. It is? Yeah. Is it clear? Yeah. What you think? Well, it's not clear enough to me. Holly, do you want to play it? Wait, I don't know. Okay, read the line again. Damn, those is your sisters. You did something unholy to them pictures. Okay. What do we normally talk about crazy, stupid idiots doing? Holly, put your finger on it. Oh. Uh, oh, oh, a little <gasps> bit of this. Oh, no, no, no. he's saying to that he pictures, to the yeah. pictures. Yeah. Oh, ishy, ish. My God, I love how you're like, <laughs> I don't understand. What do you mean? Um, Hello, if he's a man, he did something unholy to their pictures. What do you think? Oh, ish. Hello. Mm. Yes, that's it again. If even if again, you did that, do whatever him. you want to do. You do your thing, but, but you don't, don't have to tell it. everyone. Right. You don't that's have nasty. to. T- I'm going to write a song called like I got. I I like to pick my boogers. <laughs> I picked a really good one yesterday, mm-hmm. and I put it in my mouth. No, I don't Holly. do that. That's nasty. Always, oh, Holly. always takes always it has to, to the next the level. Somebody has to. I'm going to say I flicked it uh, across the room and nobody will be the wiser. I put it under my desk. <laughs> okay, With we the need rest. to stop before we get shut down by the nasty police.
I think we are the nasty police. Nasty police. Oh, well, that was fantastic. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, what is the misused phrase that drives you nuts? 651-641-1071. People are always saying this phrase incorrectly. 651-641-1071. What drives you crazy? I've got a list of them, but if you've got one, give us a call. We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. What's the misused phrase that absolutely drives you nuts? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey girl. Hey. Uh, okay, so <laughs> the Daily Mail put together a list of f- frequently misused statements. Oh, those British. They love to. I know. They love to point things out to us. Um, things like, oh, so just to give you some examples, um, things like, oftentimes people mean to say, nip it in the bud. That mm-hmm. is the appropriate statement. Sure. But oftentimes what people end up saying is, nip it in the butt. <laughs> what says nip it in the butt? So many people. Have you never heard that? Is that is inappropriate. That Barney Fife kinky. First of all, how do you get it? <laughs> never mind. Oh, don't even. Okay, mm. moving on. Uh, here's another one, Bradley. Did you know this? Oftentimes, people say, you've got another thing coming. But actually, what they're trying to say is, you've got another think coming. I didn't know that that was a thing. We talked about this a little before. That I have never heard in all my 43 years. Really? That it's another think coming. You knew that? I didn't. No, That's I didn't know it either. But like, I, but like, I I think of you as somebody who usually is on top of language in a way that I'm not. Uh, hey, I like to get all up on language. Yeah. No. I I think you know I certainly used to love pointing these things out to people. Jamie hates it because I'll be like, you know, that that's not how you say that word. And he'll be like, I hate you. Oh, because, you know, it's just I'm I was that annoying kid who'd be like, that's not what you say. But that's one I have never heard. Is that wild? I thought that was so strange. Yes. Let's go to the phones because we've got people with these uh, these things that drive them crazy. Let's go to Pam. Hi, Pam. Pam is on the line, too. What's Hi, up, Pam. Pam, what is the misused phrase that drives you nuts? Well, I've only heard this in Minnesota, but it's, they, they'll say, will you borrow me $5 mm-hmm. you loan me? Mm-hmm. Drives me crazy. You borrow oh, from somebody, you loan to somebody. Or lend, right? Or lend, yeah. yes. Thank you, Pam. You're gonna bar- but see, I will be the first to say when I'm speaking with my friends who don't judge, I will say things like that because it's just easier sometimes to be, you know, a hot mess. You gonna borrow me some money? Want to go with? I want to have some hot dish. That is a duck, duck, gray, duck. Okay, calm down. I'm first just saying, of all, there's a whole bunch of second of all, you want to go with is definitely the most Minnesota. You want to go with? On you, misuse with what statement? Uh, let's go to Desiree. Desiree's been holding. Desiree, what's the thing that drives you the most crazy? What's the misused phrase that drives you nuts? Uh Bow-legged or bow-legged. I don't know which one it is. Oh. oh. Okay. So wait, you don't know whether it's bow-legged or bull-legged? <laughs> yeah. It's bow-legged, it's right? It's bow-legged. Um, and bow means that there's a curvature to it. But I understand okay. how you would get bow-legged for yeah, sure. Yeah, I like that. Desiree. Yeah. start using that. <laughs> Thank you very much. I got them bow-legs. I got bow-legs. Um, I was looking through this list. 
And this, there are a couple of these that drive me absolutely bazonkers. Like what? As, when people say espresso. Oh, yeah, that's annoying. Espre- espresso. Yeah. It's espresso. <laughs> but again, like, espresso. I am just so put out by your, <laughs> your misuse of the English language. Let's go to Stephen. Stephen, what is the misused phrase that drives you crazy, Stephen? I can't stand when people say, like, orientated or disoriented because it's oriented. (laughs) Okay, can I tell you what? It's Steven, right? Yes. Yeah. So here's what I've learned. Do you know this, Colleen? Because this is one of those things that used to drive me up a wall. People would say, like, orientate. It just sounds wrong, right? Well, it turns out if you go to Merriam-Webster, you can technically say either of those words. But I think that the word orient sounds much more delightful uh-huh. would you not orientate. agree yes i mean i would say that but technically you can according to the dictionary Th- thank you because oh, okay. <laughs> i agree uh, like when people say orientate because i got real feisty and i went to the dictionary and then it's like oh okay so see that's always the that is the bummer of it when you go to the dictionary and you go oh it turns out that orientate okay. is a uh is a british usage of the word orient so technically, no, no, in America, we can't say that. Then. You cannot say no, it. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> hi, Susan. Susan, what is the misused phrase that drives you crazy? Susan. Oh, uh, when you say thank you to someone and you very seldom hear "you're welcome" uh, back anymore, true. it's always "no problem." What does that mean? <laughs> Yeah, that's just a pl- thank you, Susan. Like the assumption is that you were causing me a problem. No, right. I'm just expressing my gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. That's a politeness thing for sure. Oh, we got a text from uh, our listener, longtime listener, first time caller, and frequent guest of the show, Doug Melrose. Oh, what did he say? He says, "Down the pike or down the pipe." Oh, that one always drives me crazy because I don't know it either, so I never want to say it. I think it's pipe. The new Oxford American Dictionary reports that the phrase "coming down the pike." means appears on the scene the no ad i don't know if that's some other dictionary doesn't report the meaning of coming down the pipe the original expression was coming down the pike like oh a, like a turnpike sure i mean i yeah. suppose that makes sense but you could also go down a pipe right well that's presumably where people got it you know misheard it because it made sense to right. them that it was more likely to be a pipe let's go to becca hello becca Becca, what is the frequently misused statement that drives you nuts? I could care less. Ah, uh, yes. It's literally the opposite of what you're trying to say. Yeah. You couldn't care less means right. you literally could not care less. <laughs> exactly. I know that one drives me yeah, crazy too. Saying, Thanks, I could Becca. care less means you can so why don't you? care less. Go ahead so and then care less then. Do it. Yeah, yeah, just do it. Thanks, Becca. Have a good day. Uh, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is the frequently misused statement that drives you absolutely bonkers? Let's go to Craig really quick on this one. Hi, Craig. Hi. What's the- I guess um, I was wondering. Um, I always hear people say "in like Flynn," and I've heard other people say it's "in like Flint." I. Th- Okay, this is a good one. Now, what what do you think it is, Bradley? I think that's a movie reference, and it's in, like, Flynn, and I'm just looking yeah, it Yeah, I always said Flynn as well. Also, because Flint doesn't really rhyme. In, like, Flynn is a slang phrase meaning having quickly or easily achieved a goal or gained success or gained access as desired. 
this, uh, the origin. What? And in like Flint is the name of a movie, which I think was playing Ah, on the phrase. Yes. Of in like Flint. Very topic of the American Dialect Society found an example in 1940. So it wasn't a a direct reference, apparently. Interesting. As well as uh, this from a sports section of from the San Francisco Examiner in 1942. Answer these questions correctly. And your name is in or and your name is Flynn, meaning you're in provided you have two left feet. And the written consent. Of okay, your I don't know what you're saying right what? now. I don't know. That's okay. weird. Okay, so that one needs more study. <laughs> okay, can we talk about the one that always drives me bonkers, Bradley? And you and I disagree on. It's buck naked, not butt. We naked. don't disagree. I just choose to to say butt naked because it sounds <laughs> it comes out of your mouth easier. I mean, butt naked, buck but it's buck naked. naked. I know, but try to say buck naked. It's I harder. do. I always try to say it because that's what I say. Buck naked. I'm it's saying. Buck naked. It buck rolls naked. off the tongue better to say butt naked. And buck, who are you to tell naked. me I can't say it? You say whatever you want to say. Just and I do. But proper, you're the one that seems to be troubled the, by it. The original proper w- word was buck. Um, as in deer or goats. Like a buck. Naked like a buck. But here's the thing. The beauty of language is that it changes over time. And very rarely do things hold on to their original meanings. I need to write that down for every time I say something completely incorrectly. I'm just going to be like, oh, I'm just changing language, dude. Yeah, well, hey, it look. changes. Just changing it. You no sure? big deal. Um, how about this? One in the same or one and the same? Those are the ones that I always look up because I'll forget. Like, uh, because you say it one way, but it's probably the other. You just don't know. So I always Google those. Like, um, what are some other examples of like little words like that? The and or... In or and or in well, of or in in terms of one in the same or one and the same when you say something is one and the same you're saying the two things you're talking about are identical one in the same just implies the exact same thing but is not grammatically correct so you want to say one and the same Does that makes sense yeah I'm probably still gonna have to look it up when I write it that's the thing I just don't write it then I figure out a different way to say what I'm trying to say because I'm like but I don't know I'm gonna go get butt naked. Um, please. Who keep wants your clothes to on. join me? Keep your clothes Yay! on. Take your pants. When we come on. back, Bradley had a glimpse of what it's like to be in my parenting shoes. I can't wait to hear about this. Pants.